Are you struggling to get noticed in the digital jungle? Tune in to our latest episode with Brittany Long, the queen of evergreen and AI expert, as she reveals five powerful ways to boost your visibility in using AI. So stay tuned. This episode of the Lead Machine Growth Show is brought to you by Lead Machine, the step-by-step tech easy system for getting leads online. Are you struggling to get leads from your lead magnet? Are you tired of seeing low conversion rates and losing potential customers? It's time to revive your lead magnet and start attracting more leads. Download our free report, 10 Deadly Lead Magnet Mistakes That Are Costing You Leads, and learn how to create a high converting lead magnet that engages your audience and drives conversions. Don't let common mistakes hold you back any longer. Revive your lead magnet today and download your free report at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash deadly. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads and get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality. And welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where passion meets entrepreneurship. I'm Paul Guyon your host and lead machine growth show, uh, lead machine coach and tech and entrepreneur virtuoso, virtuoso, that's a hard word to say, virtuoso. And I'm dedicated to helping entrepreneurs just like you, coaches and solo entrepreneurs tackle their tech, master their message and design their dreams. So whether you're just starting out or taking your business to the next level, let's get this conversation started and turn your dreams into reality. Known as the queen of evergreen and creator of the AI Copy Club, the most affordable, most understandable way to learn AI, Brittany Long is a former award-winning educator who works with entrepreneurs to automate their businesses for a regret-free life. Using her Friday Off framework, she takes Fridays off and encourages other entrepreneurs to do the same. So uh, I first met Brittany at the AI Advantage event, and she rocked it. Uh, I was really impressed and with her message and the way she teaches, especially it was so easy to follow. And I'm, I'm also a member of the AI copy club and, uh, which is truly, truly affordable. And there are a lot of things in there that can really uh, help you help you get visible and, and, and kick up your business. So, uh, I like the way she teaches and, uh, I knew she would be the perfect guest for the show. So welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you so much for coming. Really thank appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to being here. Yeah, yeah. And we were just talking about uh, about the weather cooling down. So that's cool. That's great. Mm-hmm. So um, using AI, I've I've got some experience with AI, and I, I'm obviously I'm in your copy club. Uh, I'm also in the AI Success Club. Uh, so I, I got I got bit by that bug pretty early on and uh, have started using it and using it for content and 
for ideas and um but i haven't really um used it for growing my email list yet and so what are some of your, some of your thoughts on that on how you can accomplish that uh, with ai one of the ways you can do it is to look up uh, market research on your audience using BARD. So we hear a lot about uh, ChatGPT and Claude is starting to come to the forefront now, but BARD is another great tool and it's one that connects to the internet. So if you want to do real-time market research, that's a great place to go. Um, if you want to look through research that's already been done, you can even ask it to scour the internet and uh, share articles on a particular topic that you're trying to figure out that relates to your audience. Another way that I really enjoy is using ChatGPT and asking for ideas on how I can uh, better reach my audience. Um, and I really like asking for ideas that are outside the box, because sometimes if I just ask for ideas, it gives me the general ideas that I've tried a million times. I've heard a million times. But by asking it to go outside the box, it gives some really interesting ideas that I definitely wouldn't have thought of. Um, there's somebody I was talking to and working with recently who works in the like home organization space. And it gave her an idea of doing like an organization flash mob where everybody in her community stopped what they were doing and organized something in their house for 10 minutes and then shared about it on social and tagged her. And oh. I never, I mean, I never would have thought of that. And I thought it was who so funny. <laughs> who would think of that? That's, right. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so you take those ideas and then you, uh, you formulate, um, a, a regular e e letter or or something like that. How do you how do you do that? So after I have the ideas, um, I ask it to help me prioritize which one has the highest chance of success, which one has the highest chance of helping me reach my goal of building my email list. Um, and then from there, I start with the first one and I ask it for step-by-step -step instructions on what to do next if I get stuck at all. And then from there, once people are on my list, I do start sending out those emails consistently to them so that we can build that relationship and um, get to know each other via email. So the so the idea then would be to get some content that you put out there somewhere on some platform where your audience is gathered. And then you offer them something of value like your AI copy club or your uh, some sort of lead magnet. How does that work? Right. So then I would. Uh, uh, so typically what I'm doing is I go from a transcript to either LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, YouTube, TikTok, et cetera. Uh, I have that um, and AI helps me kind of create the script for that or the post for that, depending on my transcript. Um, and then I make that call to action. Like you said, either AI copy club, something that's really affordable or um, a lead magnet to get them onto my list. So you mentioned a lead magnet or a, a transcript. So what do you do? You put your ideas and talk about your ideas on a video and then have it. So you start with video first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I start with a video or audio. Um, sometimes when I'm going for a walk, I don't know about you. I, I always have my best ideas when I'm away from my computer and <laughs> yeah. I'm outside. So I go on a walk or I'm working out and I'll have a great idea. And I, I just record a voice message of myself thinking it out loud, just talking about it. Um, or I'll be sitting at my computer and I'll, I'll get a question in my inbox and I think, oh, this is a great, this is something that I can talk about on other platforms. So I'll record a video answer. And then from there, um, I'll use that transcript to create a blog post, LinkedIn article, email, social media posts like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Thread, um, and then also a TikTok or a YouTube short script. Right. Okay. And so you, you've always got something handy that Right. Either your phone uh, or your computer. What kind of tool do you use uh, to to do that recording? 
On my phone, I use, uh, it's called Voice Recorder and I it's a free thing. I mean, they have like yeah. apps and stuff, but it's totally free. And then on my phone, I use Loom, uh, which is one of my favorite tools to use because the transcript will pop up automatically. I don't have to put it into anything else. I can just get it right there. So it makes oh. it that much faster. So Loom has that, is that built into the free plan or the paid plan? Or both? I believe it's a free plan also. I'm using yeah. the paid plan, which I think is about $10 a month, but I think yeah. it's in the free plan too. Uh, otherwise you, you could use, um, I know Bard will, um, will do a transcript. I believe it'll do an audio transcript. I know that, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Claude also mm -hmm. is, is a, um, a tool that I can use for, I use Descript mm -hmm. I do too. Mm -hmm. for, uh, for my transcripts Be and because I transcribe my, my podcasts, which are usually 50 or 60 minutes. And so mm -hmm. it's some heavy lifting and, uh, and it's all, you know, I record them in Zoom and it's really easy to, to do it that way. So when I'm using are, my phone, that's what I do. I'll, um, I'll send the voice memo to my team member and then she uploads it into Descript, removes the filler words, adds studio sound so, so that you don't hear like the dogs barking in the background <laughs> and stuff yeah. while I'm walking. Um, uh -huh. And so, yeah, we use this Descript for that when it's a podcast or audio. Right. Okay. So are there any other favorite tools that uh, you'd like to mention? Yeah, I love, um, it's called Doom, D-U-M-M-E, and clap.app. Those are two of my favorites, and they're both great for video content. So uh, if I want to take that longer form video, 6, 10, 15, even more minutes, I can take that video and upload it to one of those sites, uh, and it's going to automatically chop that video into pieces and it's going to look for the places to chop it where it makes sense. So it won't just chop in the middle of a sentence. It'll it'll actually chop it in the right places using AI. Um, and then it actually puts in the uh, the subtitles also and highlights the most important words as they're coming up on the screen. Um, and so that's another tool that I really, or both of those are tools that I really love. They save us a lot of time. We use those videos for reels, for YouTube shorts, for, uh, for TikTok. Wow. And so, and those are the things that you use. You put those things out there on your different platforms with a call to action to go back to that lead magnet. And that's how you, you build your list. And then you, exactly. with your list, you have some sort of follow-up mechanism, mechanism that you use. You, yep. So you, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you used AI to help you uh, define the follow-up too. Yes, actually, I just did that this morning. Um, I was writing some emails and I said, all right, here's the purpose of the emails. Uh, here's what I want them to get out of it. Can you create an outline for me for each of these emails? So it creates the outlines. There, there are four emails. Uh, and then once I feel like the outlines are covering what I want them to cover, then I say, great, let's go ahead and write email one. Here's an example or a sample of my work so that you can get my voice, my tone, my style. And then from there, it's going to give me an email. Almost always that first email I get is not the one that I use. Um, so I'll copy and paste the email. Usually I'm using ChatGPT or Claude for this. I'll copy and paste the email and I'll say, I would change this too. And then I'll put what I would change that email to, the updates and edits that I would make. Uh, then I say, all right, let's go to email two. And then it does email two. I do the same thing with the edits. By email three, I don't really have to make any edits anymore. It's really solid on my voice, my tone, my formatting. Um, and it just took probably about 10 minutes for me to make those edits. Uh, and then I'm, I'm good to go. And then you just copy and paste them into your autoresponder. Yep. Yep. Okay. And going back to those tools, um, they were, did you say it was clap clap? Um, it's K L A P. 
K-L-A-P. Yeah, K-L-A-P dot app, A-P-P. And the other one, what was it that again? It's doom, D-U-M-M-E. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. I'd heard you mention those before. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that I'm, we mentioned it here. So they're in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Okay. We talked about in the intro, we talked about getting more visible. So we just kind of touched on a lot of that, but you've got five ways. So can you tell us about the five ways that, uh, that you'd like to talk about today to tell us, to teach us? Absolutely. So um, one of the ways that I like to get more visible is by coming up with things to talk about that my audience is already searching for. Um, I can use spyfoo.com or answerthepublic.com, which are not AI tools, but they are really helpful tools. Uh, But then I can also use Bard to help me do some of that research as well. Um, The other thing that I really like to do is come up with objections that I can answer and videos or uh, questions that people might have. So I'll go to ChatGPT and I'll say, this is an offer I have coming up. What are questions that I need to address or what are objections people will have that I need to address? So then before I launch, before I even do a pre-launch sequence, uh, what I'm doing is on social talking about uh, I know the questions that are that are going to come up for them, not only the questions that will come up for them, but also the prerequisites, the things that I need them to believe and mm. like feel ready about in order to even pay attention to the offer. And so that's one of the things that I do, especially when I'm getting more visible in time for um, uh, for a launch. Uh, so that's one way. Another way we talked about Doom and Clap uh, using those video tools to get on more platforms. Um, sometimes I talk to folks who are like, I just feel really overwhelmed by the amount of content I need to create. And so by doing it this way and using those tools, you can create a lot of content much, much faster. Um, then we also have blog posts in LinkedIn. Uh, so again, transcript and what I'll say is something like, uh, I want you to take the transcript below and turn it into a blog post. My keywords that I want to focus on are, and then whatever the keywords are, Um, And I want you to also address questions that the audience might have based on what I've said, Uh, format it like a blog post, and then it'll do that. And then, uh, and I really like that because it's my ideas, my thoughts. It's just, I started with a transcript first. (laughs) Um, So those are three ways. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to point point out that going back to your pre-launch sequence and and the content that uh, addressing those, basically they're, they're frequently asked questions or when when you're launching a product, we're talking about transformation. And one of the things that people uh, are unsure of is, can they transform? Can they accomplish that? So uh, by by addressing those concerns up front, that that reduces a lot of that friction uh, mm-hmm. down the line when you're when you're getting ready to launch. Doesn't it, doesn't it work that way? Oh yeah, it makes it yeah. so much easier to sell for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we are. I think we are on number three. <laughs> yep. So another one that uh, we use is our autoresponder. So anytime somebody does sign up for our um, like a freebie or something like that, uh, we ask them to reply, got it so that we know it made it to them. Um, It also helps with our deliverability, which is great. But then in my autoresponder, which always triggers uh, and I let them know things like I'm out on Fridays and stuff like that. 
but we also have some more of our offers in there too. We have freebies in there and we also have a few offers too. And that's something that we can do to get visible in front of people that yes, they're already on our list or they're emailing in to ask for a podcast, uh, like guest episode or, um, something like that. So sometimes they're on our list, sometimes they're not, but that's another way that we get our offers more visible, um, is by adding that in. And it's super simple to add in. I don't have to think about it. Um, really since I added it like two years ago. <laughs> so that's great. Um, so that's like the perfect welcome e- email. Mm-hmm. You, you give them some, you give them some more love basically uh, is you're, you're giving them love and you're, and you're indoctrinating them, having them reply, helping your, your, re, your return rate, but it, it also kind of uh, starts that conversation, starts that relationship off. So that's, that's brilliant. Um, the last one I'd say is if you're doing any kind of cold pitches or cold outreach, uh, this is going to be a really great tool for you. It's called Humantic AI. And typically when you reach out to somebody that doesn't know you, you don't know them, you're just kind of going in cold. You're hoping that they'll even see it. Um, and that can be a little bit difficult, but with using Humantic AI, it looks at their LinkedIn profile and it makes assumptions about them based on, basically based on their algorithm, based on the things they post, the things they say, what is their personality most likely? And then based on that, it gives you ideas on how to approach them. For example, if, um, you're working or talking to someone or want to talk to someone that's very like no nonsense, get to the point and you start out the conversation with like, oh, how are are you today? And, and like more of that fluffy kind of intro, um, the chances of you actually getting past that are going to be challenging because you're already not speaking their language, but by using a tool like Humantic AI or Crystal Knows, K-N-O-W-S, um, you're able <laughs> to have a better idea of how to communicate that with them using the communication methods that work best for them. Um, and so those are some favorite tools. They're also great if you're doing like high ticket sales, uh, but even if you're just pitching for like a podcast episode, um, it helps you, it, it gives you a higher probability of getting your foot in the door. Right. And do, do you favor the, um, the video first content, bringing them into your fold over the, the cold, cold call, cold pitch? Yeah, but, for sure. Still, yeah. Uh, just because of that human connection mm-hmm. and, uh, it, it seems it's it's less direct, mm-hmm. but I work with one of my clients has um, fifteen salespeople, and uh, six of them are in the reorder department, and and they they just they remind people, hey, it's time to re- to replace to you know to replenish your order, uh, and usually an annual event. But then there's there's um, new salespeople that are in niches, and they, and they started out cold calling, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're transitioning over to an inbound marketing method. Mm-hmm. And uh, this kind of information will really help them mm-hmm. a lot because, and, and they're not doing video yet, but they're, they're, they're focusing on written content. So mm-hmm. for, for someone who's more comfortable with written content, mm-hmm. uh, what do you recommend to get them into that video space so they can start um, amplifying and repurposing that So if they're more comfortable with written content, they can actually, if they wanted to, they could create their avatar. So uh, one thing that we're seeing a lot recently is people using avatars, whether it's one that looks kind of Pixar-y or one that looks like actually their picture. Um, And then uh, adding that into, it's called uh, D-ID. 
um, adding that into there, they can put a script in so they can write out the script. They can write out the text they want the person to say, and then it'll actually make it look kind of like the person is talking themselves. And so it's, it's like another version of themselves. And I'm hearing a lot of content creators, especially saying they think that's going to be the way of the future, where instead of us showing our face on everything and, and in a lot of ways, having less privacy than a lot of us are comfortable with, uh, it will show their avatar instead. And again, that could be a character or it could be their face, but they don't have to show up and they, you know, they don't have to put makeup on every day and do all that. They don't have to show up uh, themselves. They can just put in the script that maybe they feel more comfortable writing with. And so you could also do the same thing with a real person. You could you could write yeah. a script and, and do that and do that. I don't think that they're really averse to doing video. They just don't know how. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, some some of them and and some of my clients might be afraid to be on video, but most of them most of them not because they're coaches and uh, you know they're 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 visible. That's how that's how they get clients is is to be on video and to mm -hmm. and to do that. Uh, but this one particular client is is more of a brick and mortar company mm -hmm. and um and so they and they've been around for 40 years so that it, it it's a slow it's like moving a steering a freighter mm -hmm. you know it takes a while to turn but but that's a really good idea and well you can also turn turn the um the blog posts and whatnot you can turn them into audio oh absolutely mm -hmm. you can turn them into audio with with uh some still images and in a waveform you could do that mm -hmm. and that would be uh that's kind of old school now, but yeah, but people are still doing that. So that's another way that, that they could do it. The um, tool that we've used for that is a uh, video V I D Y O. And I think it's video.ai. Um, if you have people too, that want video, but they don't really know how to do it. They can ask chat GPT. They can ask Claude and say, here's the topic that I want to talk on. Here's, um, you know, the general idea that I want them to know by the end. Uh, can you create an outline for me? And then it can create the outline. Or if they already have the outline, they can say, now, can you please create a script for me? And then say, um, tell me exactly what to say second by second. The only word of warning I would give you on this is to read through it before and make sure it still reflects what you know and what you believe, your values, all of that. Um, yeah. The mistake I see some people making is that they'll ask for the script. It'll give it to them and they'll, ju they'll just read it as is. And then they'll get on a call with somebody based on that script. Mm -hmm. And then the person will say, oh, wait, I thought you knew this because of what you said in this video. So just make sure whatever script you use, video you use, that it really reflects what you know um, and what you want to put out into the world so that you're attracting the right people that you want in your, in your sphere. And that's a good point. I mean, any generative, any, any AI output that you, that you produce mm -hmm. needs to be, uh, needs to reflect your values, your voice, your tone, your style, uh, because people's BS meters are up and they're mm -hmm. up even more now that they have, they, it's hard to tell what, what's real and what's not real. Mm -hmm. and, and, um, Anyway, I believe that 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 human connection is even more important now than than it, than it ever has been because mm -hmm. of remote work and 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 texting and all this new technology. Um, people are even afraid to pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, with uh, you know the, that pandemic that happened, a lot of people are remoting and we're doing Zoom, and so people mm -hmm. are more way more comfortable, uh, you know, getting face to face, and it's a great sales tool mm -hmm. to. Yeah. So, 
Um, you had mentioned um, being uh, that need for connection. Um, one other way you can use AI for visibility is to find out uh, where your audience will be in your area. So uh, for example, uh, we live like an hour from Orlando. Uh, and so I know there's events there all the time, but it's sometimes hard when you don't know the name of the event to find out information about it because you don't know what you don't know. And so what I'll do is go to Bard and I'll say, I want to go to trade shows or events for, and then I'll talk about who my audience is, who I want to see there. Um, and then I'll say, please tell me at least 10 events or tell me all the events happening in 2023 where this audience will be at that event. And so then wow. it gives the event name, the link to buy tickets, the information about uh, some of the speakers. I mean, it's fantastic. And the dates, it just makes it so much faster to find those things uh, when you're using a tool like Bard or other AI tools. Yeah. And so that's one use that you could use. And so what are some other ways you want to find a, an audience? So let's say I'm, I want to be on a podcast. I mm -hmm. want to be guesting on podcasts where the host has my ideal client. Mm -hmm. Couldn't I ask Bard the same kind of question? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, you could even say, give me a list of podcasts uh, who reach audiences that are like this. Um, and then what I often find is it'll give me some of the biggest names in the industry. So when I ask it, it's Amy Porterfield, it's Pat Flynn, it's, you know, a lot of those bigger names in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, but I might think, okay, I, I don't know them personally yet. I don't have that relationship with them yet. Let's maybe look at somebody that is a little bit closer to me in relation. And so I'll, I'll say something along those lines. And then it gives me um, another group of people. And so you can keep asking questions like that until you start to recognize some of the names that you're looking for um, and get that information. Yeah, I, I often have asked um, chat GPT um, or the, the, the chat bot, whatever, whichever one you want uh, to, uh, you know, for up and coming for people mm -hmm. who are up and coming in that in that field or in that that space, uh, which is a great. So everything we've talked about so far has to do with asking the AI the right questions and asking follow-up and fine-tuning. So can you talk about how how can people learn? Uh, I think people want shortcuts, they want prompts, they want templates, they want to know how they how can I repeat the success that Brittany's having mm -hmm. having uh, and for these specific problems I'm having, getting visible, what kind of content content how can i you know define better my audience so chat the, the chatbot knows you know ongoing who i'm talking about who i'm trying to reach what what are some of the ways that uh, that we can learn learn more i think one of the things that you can do is be curious so when you get a, an answer that you're not expecting or an answer you don't want instead of thinking oh this just isn't going to work for me ask it why it gave you that answer or tell it the outcome you want so sometimes if I don't get the answer right away that I want, I'm like, huh, what did I say that made it think I wanted this instead of what I actually wanted? And so I'll get more clear on my question, which actually has helped me uh, be a better leader within my team, uh, be mm -hmm. a better communicator within my family and friends. So that's been interesting. Um, but I'll ask that question of this is the outcome I want. What do I need to ask you in order to get that outcome? And so then it'll tell me the prompt to use in order to do that. And I sometimes have to tweak it a little bit still, but overall, uh, that definitely helps me get what I want. So yeah, you can ask the uh, the chat uh, the chat bot how to ask it mm -hmm. how to how it, it leads you so that you can get the out the result that you're looking for. 
Mm-hmm. And and there's it's and it is a conversation. Uh, I've talked to lots of people about about this, and uh, the better you're at at asking better questions and being real specific, because a lot of times we don't really we aren't as specific. We just said, yeah, I just want to make more money. Well, <laughs> you know that's that's not specific enough uh, mm-hmm. of of an answer to to really be able to set a goal mm-hmm. uh, that you want. So. Um, can you share an example, like a real world example of a of one of your clients who who've used AI to really boost their their business? I know that it's probably happened for you, but uh, what about what about the the rest of us who who aren't expert AIs and educate award winning educators like you? <laughs> uh, so one of the people actually in AI Copy Club was just telling me that she started an additional stream of income from scratch using AI. And so she's been writing books and children's books and um, doing PDF or uh, not PDFs. What are they called? Like um, digital downloads. Yeah. For Etsy and things like that. And she's brought in an incredible amount of money just doing those things, which is amazing. Uh, And again, it's something that she wasn't doing from the beginning. She started it using AI and it's really taken off. Uh, We've also had clients that have used it, uh, especially tools like Humantic to be able to uh, have more high ticket sales uh, conversions. Uh, We also have clients that have made money, I think around 12,000 was the one, the last launch that someone told me about uh, that they made from emails and sales page they used where they use only AI. Uh, they didn't hire a copywriter because that would have cost them about $5,000. They didn't yeah. have an email marketer. They just used AI for that. Um, and it's, it's once they get into it, they're like, okay, I can do this. It just takes some learning at the beginning. Yeah. And so could you recommend some more resources maybe for user-friendly uh, ways to uh, to learn how to do this? I might be biased. AI Copy Club really is the best one. Um, I might be biased there, but it really is uh, the best place to go. Um, Let's see. Other ones, uh, there's someone named Jordash Johnson that I follow. Uh, uh, The AI Exchange is one that I follow on um, TikTok. And then they have a newsletter that I follow as well. Uh, But those are ones that are, they make it really easy to understand. um, And it's it's a good place to start. Yeah, I also, I'm friends with... um... Andy O'Brien and Denise Wakeman of the AI Success Club, and and they were in in the space pretty early on too. And I'm a member of their their uh, and they've been on this podcast. And uh, their Andy's a, a copywriter, so he 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 actually tells you how or teaches you how to teach Chat GPT to use your voice and to tell stories. And uh, and then of course Denise Wakeman is a uh, an expert content marketer. So those are that's another great resource, the mm-hmm. AI Success Club. So um, let's see what else. Oh yeah, why Friday off? Tell us about that. So uh, let's see. When I was about four, after having my baby, um, I she she had been born. You know, I had taken maternity leave for about four weeks. And I was exhausted and I felt like I had to go back to work. I was freelancing at the time. I felt like I had to go back to work um, and I felt so overwhelmed. And I looked down at her and I thought, I can't, I can't continue to work this hard. And I don't want to grow up with her seeing more of the back of my computer than my face. And so we decided then and there, we were going to start taking Fridays off. Um, at the time I was working like <laughs> eight days a week. It was, it was uh-huh. all the time. It just wasn't healthy. And Um, so 
we were getting ready to take our first Friday off and it was really stressful. There's something that had happened at work uh, when, where I was freelancing that I thought there's no way I can take this off. I have too much to do, but we decided we're going to do it anyway and just see what happens. And it was so transformative. I left my phone at home. Um, I didn't feel like I constantly had to check email or do all these things. I realized that so much of what we focus on and feel like we have to do, um, like nobody's going to die if we don't do it. It's, it's, it's okay if it doesn't get done today, we can do it another day. And I realized I had put so much pressure on myself and added so much to my plate um, that I was getting a lot of money. I was doing a lot of things, but I wasn't living. I was just working. And that was my entire identity. And um, I had a cancer scare and I think it was 2016. And I was thinking about that again and thinking, okay, if this was my last year on earth, am I okay with, with how life looks? Am I okay that yeah. I'm not spending a lot of time with my family? And my answer was no. And so that's when we started taking Fridays off and it was so transformative that we kept taking Fridays off. And for the most part have for the last almost three years now, um, uh, just focused on being with family. And sometimes we'll take naps. Sometimes we'll watch movies. Sometimes we'll bake. Sometimes we'll go hiking. It's just whatever we want to do, we'll do it. And there's no expectation to work. We don't feel the need to be on our phones, our computers. Uh, it's like a little refresh and a reminder that um, life is not all and only about work. Right. And so you mentioned uh, early on, or I mentioned it at the beginning, your your framework, your, your mm-hmm. Friday Friday off framework. Mm-hmm. Is that part of it? Is that what you just explained or is there more to it? There's more to it. So when we're looking at how to take Friday off, because for most people, you can't just drop everything and be like, yeah. we're doing it. Like, <laughs> I think that if I didn't have, you know, our baby there with me and and feeling like I, I didn't want to leave her, I think if that hadn't happened, I, I wouldn't have been able to just drop everything. But uh, so basically what we say is, okay, what are the things that you can eliminate that you're doing currently? Things that aren't actually moving the needle forward. So we look at uh, looking at your whole business, let's look at what's working, what's not working, what you're doing. Um, and then we kind of rate those things. What's moving the needle forward, what's not. Ultimately, like what is that mountain that you want to get to? Anything that's not helping you reach that mountain, which is something that, um, oh, I can't think of. I want to say Ben Sullivan, but I don't think that's it. Uh, he talks about in 10 X's uh, easier than 2X, this idea that most people spend 80% of their time doing things that don't move the needle forward mm. and 20% that actually will move the needle forward. They either avoid or don't do as much. And so uh, we focus on what's the 20% that only you can do. So we first eliminate anything that uh, is unnecessary. Next, we delegate. Are there things that are necessary, but not necessary for you? Uh, so we delegate to a team member, whether that's somebody that's a permanent team member or not, but just someone. Uh, the next thing that we're looking at is, okay, what can we optimize in your business to make it work better? Uh, And what can we automate to make it so that, again, your hands don't have to be on it. Um, So as we're looking at those things, we're slowly taking stuff off your plate um, and you're seeing because we're optimizing, because we're automating, uh, we're seeing revenue go up also, which is pretty cool. So um, most people, when they start working with us, they're like, there's no way I can take right off. (laughs) There's no way that I won't lose a bunch of money here. My clients won't be mad at me. But then as they continue to go through it, they're like, this is possible. (laughs) And this is awesome. (laughs) And so it's cool to see that transformation. Um, Our goal is that not only will doing this impact you, but it impacts your family. It impacts your extended family. I mean, we've seen it impact us 
and like with my, my husband, my baby. Uh, but we've also seen it impact our extended family, our friends, our colleagues. It has this ripple effect when you kind of buck against the status quo, which is, you know, you have to work all the time. Uh, if only you work a little harder, then you'll get to the place that you want. We kind of buck against that. And we've seen the ripple effect that it's made because of it. And so for us, it's, it's just kind of this mission thing of there's just so much to life and so much living to be done. Um, it's not all about work. And it's kind of like, it reminds me of the, um, what the, the, is it the four day work week or the four hour? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Ferriss, which came out a long time ago. And I know that's inspired a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So do you, do you have clients that you, you take through this process? Yeah, we do. Um, And it's really cool to see how they grow and transform throughout of it, throughout it. I imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, That's amazing. And I know lots of businesses have flourished and come into come into being because of being able to um to delegate to a team member well who's that team member and you know when you're a solo entrepreneur uh you're always looking at the numbers and and uh you know you want to can i justify this and we tend to hold on to those things Mm -hmm. uh and it's really hard to give give them up how do you get how do you get your clients over that uh that little hump it is really hard to give it up. So we do, we uh, create SOPs and we create a process for them uh, reviewing what the person is doing without emotion. And so what we'll do is first we'll use ChatGPT. Uh, the person will record a video doing something they normally do that they want to delegate or that they are delegating because it doesn't make sense for them to do. Uh, so they'll create a Loom video of them doing the thing. Then they hand that to the team member. The team member then uh, uploads it into, uploads a transcript into ChatGPT and asks it to create an SOP for them. Then they use the video and the SOP to follow the instructions and do the task that the, the business owner normally would do themselves. Then they submit that to the business owner after uh, there's like a review process that they do, which they also ask ChatGPT to come up with a checklist for. So they review that and do like a checklist as they go throughout. Uh, So after they've reviewed the process, they then submit it to the business owner who looks over it and gives feedback. And so then the business owner has that checklist too, to see, you know, all right, everything's been checked off. If there's anything they, they say, oh, actually I would do it this way, or actually we, it looks like we need more detail here. They give that feedback. And we tell them that they should anticipate to give feedback on that task, at least for the first five or six times. And then after that, they shouldn't have to give that feedback anymore because the person should know how to do it um, and should have those systems in place where they're checking things off. Um, so that's that's the biggest way that we do it. Uh, we find that by doing it that way, it feels really safe for the business owner and it feels like it's something they can let go of. They don't have to micromanage it because somebody else is doing is double checking first before it even gets to them. And then they also do it by hiring the right people. And so uh, there's a few ways that they can do that. But one of them is by having the the potential contractor employee, whoever it is, do a test project. And so to come up with a test project, they put into ChatGPT, here's the job that I need. Uh, here's what I the outcomes that I want. Can you create a job description? It creates a job description. Then they say, okay, great. Based on this job description, can you please um, create a test project? Here are the things or look at the things that they would be doing to create the test project instructions. So ChatGPT creates that. Then they submit it to the potential uh, person coming in and of course pay pay them for the work that they're doing for the test project. Uh, And then they're able to see, is this a good fit or not? 
they're looking specifically for, can they follow instructions uh, in the same way that I think? Because sometimes people follow instructions just fine, but they understand things <laughs> differently than how we understand them or how yeah. we read them. And so uh, can they follow instructions if they have questions? Uh, do they try to find it out for themselves first or do they come to me first? If they can figure it out for themselves after exhausting their resources, do they then come to me and clarify uh, or do they feel like they can't do that? So those are some things that we're looking for before they bring anyone on. Um, and then also I mentioned after they have someone. Wow. That is gold. That <laughs> is pure gold. Uh, you know, as an entrepreneur or as a manager or as a um, a line worker, even uh, who's like, like in some of my roles, I've, I've played many different roles, logistics manager, uh, programmer, uh, marketer, webmaster, uh, project manager, all those, you know, things are rolled up into one when you, when you're, uh, you know, salesperson, <laughs> uh, customer service rep, all those things are rolled into one thing. And, uh, as entrepreneurs, we, we want that, we want our personality. We want our values. We want, we want people to be treated in a certain way. Uh, and we want things done in a certain way, or, or we certainly want a quality outcome. And so taking taking that process and iterating through it, rinse and repeat until you get it the way you want, um, just that process of that step-by-step process, taking that entrepreneur through that, uh, that's how you break it down. That's how you that's how you uh, you convince them that, hey, this is doable. And then they can then if they're if they're truly a visionary, which I hope most entrepreneurs are, they go, ah, I can replicate this here, 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 and here. And and then that's how you can take Friday and Monday off. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm taking that. Now, is are these ideas that you have that we've brought forward, I assume a lot of them are in the AI Copy yep. Club? Exactly, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the uh, trainings I saw you working on, and do we have time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one of the trainings I saw you, um, we were on a Zoom call and you had Loom and you you went and you you asked ChatGPT for a, a topic, one of your topics. And it came up with an idea and then you said, you fine-tuned it and then you had it write a script and you wanted a six-minute video, mm -hmm. uh, I think. And then um, what you did is you looked at it, you looked at the script, but you didn't repeat the script. Mm -hmm. You looked at it you said, how am I going to say this in my own words? And then you hit record. And then you hit, then you said the first two or three sentences because mm -hmm. you wanted a hook to start it off. Then you hit pause and you're a user. You were using Loom to do this. Mm -hmm. And then I'm telling you this, I'm, I'm sharing this because I was really impressed with how that, how easy that was. Mm -hmm. And so then you went to the next step and you said, okay, so here's the first tip. And how would I, how would I say this tip? And then once you you had that in your mind, you hit record, and you set it, and then you hit pause, and you rinse and repeat. And in just a few minutes, I think it was about ten minutes, the demonstration was, and it took longer to explain what you were doing than to actually do it. But at the end, you had you had a video that was in your voice, mm -hmm. and then you created a transcript from it. Mm -hmm. And so now you had. Um, a training that was in your voice with your voice style and tone 
that you could now you could create uh, more training from. You could create uh, social posts and so on and so forth. So that was brilliant. I've never seen that done in real time. In um, like you were you were fearless uh, running uh, without a net mm -hmm. almost, and uh, I was so impressed with that. And so if uh, that would be a great way to create videos when you're kind of uh, getting started and, and, uh, a lot of times when I've recorded my programs or whatever, a 10 minute video, I'll, I'll actually go through the whole video and I'll have a script and you know, I have a script and then I have to go and edit it because of the ums and ahs. And I went, Oh darn, I, I didn't <laughs> say that right. Uh, so that could really actually speed up. It seems like the stop and go, stop and go, stop and go might take longer, but it really doesn't. Mm -hmm. I was so, I was just going, wow, I got to try that. I'm, I, I'm not recording a program right now, but uh, uh, I'm doing a challenge uh, coming up and I'm re-recording some of my videos. So I'm going to try that out. And uh, so for those of you who are listening, give that a try, uh, get some ideas. And I think the coolest thing though, is once you, once I saw the stop and go process, the really powerful part was you took and transcribed that video and then you created more content from it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was just such a time saver and uh, you had quality output and, and, and all of that. So, wow. I mean, I'm really impressed with that. Thank you. Yeah. So, even, uh, I mean, just from that, even like a six minute video, we can create about 10 pieces of content just from that for the different platforms between written content, video, audio, um, it really does save a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been really interesting having you on. Uh, thank you for, for uh, coming on the show. And with, as you wrap up with your final words, uh, Brittany, what are three things that our listeners can do to implement these, put these ideas into action today? Uh, so the first thing would be to come up or to write down any of the ideas that you thought, oh, these were an aha idea. I really want to try this. Put it into yeah. ChatGPT and say, which of these should I start with? Which of these has the highest probability of helping me get closer to whatever your mountain is, uh, whatever outcome it is that you want? Yeah, so that'd be the first thing that I do. The second thing I would do is try that video piece of it and see how you like it with adding the pauses in um, and give that a try to see how you can create additional pieces of content for more visibility. And then the third thing, if you really want to uh, work on maybe your lead magnet or the way that you're getting people in is to copy and paste your lead magnet and put it into ChatGPT or Quad and ask it to analyze it. Say, this is who my audience is. And I want you to uh, analyze my lead magnet and tell me the places that I have an opportunity to reach more people or reach my audience better uh, by tweaking some things. You can also do the same thing with your opt-in page too. You can say, uh, what can I change or add or remove from this to help it better convert for and then describe who your audience is. Um, so that's what I'd start with. Wow. And you know what else you can do with your, with your opt-in page or your sales page is you can describe your audience copy and paste your your page and this is really high level uh, you know simplify oversimplifying but then you could have it create uh, what are the questions or an objections mm -hmm. that my ideal audience would have and so write a list of those and then you then then have it fill in what are the answers to those things mm -hmm. and then you take that and you can you can make that part of your sales copy or your social media your pre-launch social media content like you were talking about earlier so uh, th that really amplifies your your success and and reduces that friction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So thank you so much. Um, there is a gift that Brittany's offering in. I was checking it out uh, just today. It's uh, 120 ways to use AI in your business today. And you can pick that up for free at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com forward slash 120 AI ways. That's www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com forward slash 120 AI ways. And remember, faith and action go hand in hand. So put the pedal to the metal. And until next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon and Brittany Long. Thank you so much again and so long. Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon, where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show.